Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. Now, today we've got something I think you will find interesting, and this is not only for my listeners here in the USA, but it's also a really good insight for listeners around the world to just get a different perspective on how, well, how we're struggling through this coronavirus pandemic, just like you guys are. And, you know, we're, we're in this together, and if we can learn a little bit from each other and about each other, I think it will help us not only be sympathetic, but also, uh, you know, well, just go through a difficult time together and, and be better on the other side. And, and my hope is that as you listen to this podcast, you not only get informed, in some cases you get entertained, but you also find this information valuable. So here goes. Today's topic is about Los Angeles County. And I predict that Los Angeles County is a powder keg that is getting ready to explode. And it's because of this, well, this idea that they could keep stay-at-home orders in place well into the summer, depending on conditions. And, you know, that that remarkable approach, that well, what some people call draconian approach to the pandemic is certainly something I'd like to debate. So Los Angeles County's stay-at-home orders will, with all certainty, be extended for the next three months. This is from County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer, and she acknowledged this during a Board of Supervisors meeting. And she later added that if the orders remain in place through the summer, restrictions will be gradually relaxed under a five-step plan. So how do you think California will react to this? And she went on to say that we are being guided by science and data that will safely move us forward along the road to recovery in a measured way one that allows us to ensure that effective distancing and infection control measures are in place. And she added that the county is counting on the public's compliance, remember that word compliance, with the orders to be able to relax restrictions. And testifying before the Board of Supervisors, Fair stressed further progress will be guided by efforts to contain the virus. Los Angeles County is now the California epicenter of the coronavirus with more than 1,300 deaths so far. So she's, she's saying that to the Board of Supervisors, and it sounds ominous. It sounds scary. It sounds terrible. And folks, one death is a tragedy. One death is terrible. But I want you to put this number into perspective. With a Los Angeles County population of 10.1 million people in the county, in one county, the coronavirus death rate is, count the zeros, 0.0001%. Let me repeat this, 1,300 deaths in a population of 10.1 million people is 0.0001%. Anybody with a calculator can figure this out. And she went on to say that our hope is that by using the data, we would be able to slowly lift restrictions over the next three months. But without widely available testing for the coronavirus, 
or rapid home kits that would allow people to test themselves daily, hmm, it seems unlikely that social distancing directives and stay-at-home orders would be completely eased. Now, that's a pretty high bar to set, that we're going to have to have some ability to test ourselves daily before we're going to ease restrictions. And on Tuesday afternoon, Los Angeles County Supervisor Catherine Barger also expressed hope that there could be more easing in coming weeks. Not open, but just easing. Hope, we hope we can open up in the coming weeks. And I think this is draconian. I think this measure is about power. And I don't think the citizens of Los Angeles County will tolerate these measures. This is Barger again. I am eager to reopen more of LA County as soon as it's safe to do so in collaboration with our health experts, community leaders, businesses, and residents with best practices in place to ensure overall health and well-being. This is what she said in a statement. I'm confident that the more our communities continue to comply, there's, there's that word again, comply, the sooner we can resume normalcy. And then LA Mayor Eric Garcetti, he echoed Barger's comment, saying that the city will continue to adjust orders to stay at home gradually in order to allow more activities and more businesses to operate. We're not moving past COVID-19. We're learning to live with it. And he will keep taking measures toward a new, safer reality in the days and weeks ahead. That's what the mayor said in a statement. And then back to Fair. Fair's comments came shortly before Governor Gavin Newsom announced that he would modify the state's stay-at-home orders to allow individual counties to approve the reopening of malls for curbside pickup service only. The order also calls for the reopening of some, some, some offices if teleworking is not feasible. We're not out of the woods yet, Newsom reminded residents. In L.A. County, confirmed cases and deaths have continued to rise. Now, can you believe this? Statistically, the actions by the California government, I think, will kill far more than 1,300 businesses and livelihoods. Do you think the young, healthy, and mostly unaffected people of California will accept these measures? Hmm. I mean, listen to this. Does this sound like government overreach? When beaches open or reopen next week, how people can use the sand will look different. Face coverings will be required when not in the water. And sunbathing won't be allowed. Only active recreation like surfing and running, walking and swimming will be permitted. Coolers, chairs, umbrellas, and any of those other accessories that typically dot the shoreline will need to be left at home. Now, does that sound backwards to you? People running and breathing on each other is okay, but someone sitting socially distant with their family from other people is not? I'm, I'm struggling to understand that one. Or if you're standing in the water, you don't need a face covering, but if you're standing outside of the water, you do need a face covering. That's, that's just particularly odd to me. So the update to LA's stay-at-home orders comes as officials to try to meet two needs, restarting the economy under a new normal while also ensuring the resurgence in activity doesn't upend the progress in the fight against the coronavirus. 
And there's been a big push in weeks to reopen the economy, which has been hurt by stay-at-home orders. Newsom last week announced new protocols for retail stores and some workplaces to reopen. Now, here's my question. Do you think Californians will tolerate this type of normal when other states, well, they're opening up now? And under the plan, some in restaurant dining, like, well, car washes, shopping malls, dining, could also be opened in the coming weeks, not days, weeks, if public officials in a county are able to demonstrate the spread of the virus has stabilized and that they have adequate testing and hospital capacity. Folks, those are some huge ifs. And some rural counties that have been, well, seen relatively few cases are likely to meet those benchmarks more quickly than urban counties such as Los Angeles County. And, you know, the Times data analysis found that most big California counties are not close to meeting Newsom standards. The analysis looked at, well, which counties could pass the first two criteria, whether deaths have stopped in the last 14 days and whether there is no more than one case per 10,000 residents in that same period. So zero deaths for 14 days. If coronavirus sticks around like most experts think it does, California will never be able to meet those standards. And if you continue to test millions of people, don't you think it's going to push up the number of positive cases? Hmm. And most of California has already failed the test. 95% of Californians live in counties that don't meet these standards. This is what the, the analysis found. Not a single county in Southern California nor the San Francisco Bay Area met the criteria. And Newsom suggested Friday that the guidelines would later be modified on a statewide basis, allowing larger counties hit hardest by the outbreak to also reopen more broadly. Over the next few weeks, now he's talking weeks, not days, listeners, weeks, we'll be making subsequent announcements for the entire state, not just those that meet those more restrictive criteria. And he also explained that the guidelines for restaurants in some counties to open for dine-in service, including disposable menus and an emphasis on outdoor seating. And he went on to say that customers must be screened for symptoms. How do you do that? Do you take their temperature? Do you check for allergies? I mean, how do you check for symptoms? And on, well, this past Tuesday, Dr. Anthony Fauci said a 14-day decline in cases is the major benchmark that should be met before reopening. And again, Dr. Fauci, if we're testing millions and millions and millions of more people, how do we expect to see a decline? That's interesting. If the virus is still with us and we're testing more, doesn't it make logical sense that we are going to see more cases? And by the way, Dr. Fauci's stringent case or stringent uh, restrictions are far less than 14 days with no deaths. And as other California regions have seen a decline in the number of reported infections and COVID-19 related deaths, we're back to LA County, the state's most populous, remember it's 10.1 million, continues to see growth on both fronts. And 
does it make sense that if we're testing more people, we're naturally going to see more cases? And nearly 253,000 of LA County's 10.1 million residents have already been checked for the virus. And get this, roughly 11%, more than 32,000, have been infected. Officials have been encouraging all residents, even those without symptoms, to get tested. And they also said that social distancing has helped slow the spread of the virus, but have, well, they warned that it remains contagious. And it's just safer to stay at home. COVID-19 has not changed, Farrah reminded residents. So how many people are dying of non-diagnosed health issues? I just read an article that the number of people dying from stroke is up, from heart attacks is up because they're afraid to go to the doctor. And here's the thing. I don't want you to think that all California leaders are stark raving mad. They're not. But you can definitely tell that there are some people that are hungry for attention, hungry for power, hungry for the spotlight. Uh, well, it's just a few that uh, are making the rest of good California people look crazy. And some neighboring counties that are easing restrictions also continue to see a rise in cases and deaths, but they're still easing restrictions at the same time. Riverside County, where officials voted to lift requirements for face coverings, reported 150 new cases and 12 additional deaths. In Orange County, 45 more cases and one death were reported. Uh, uh, and the number of hospitalizations, uh, well, a count that fluctuates by the day depending on how many of the county's 25 hospitals report statistics, well, it rose to 230. So meanwhile, back at the crazy house, meanwhile in Santa Clara County, which was one of the hottest spots for infections in the state, the number of cases has declined. Officials reported two additional cases on Monday and zero deaths. Santa Clara is one of six Bay Area counties that have extended shelter-in-place orders. So the numbers are going down, but they're extending the shelter in place. So it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. And, you know, California is not a representation of the way most of the United States thinks. It is an echo chamber. You know, there's a lot of uh, politics that are not necessarily consistent with what I would call uh, most Americans. But they're big. There's a ton of people out there. And... You know, there's just as many amazing people out there as there are any other part of the country. It's just a different way of thinking in California than it is in most parts of the country. So this podcast is for crazy people, for people crazy enough to win. And the type of craziness in California is not about winning in the same context. There are people out there, apparently, that are hungry for power. And the few that are represented in this podcast, they are approaching a level of lunacy that I never imagined in a state, well, even as unique as California. The devastation these people are proposing for their economy can only be born in ignorance. Ignorance just means they don't know any better. It's not a derogatory term. They're ignorant because they just don't know any better. Or something far more sinister which is power and politics may be the motivation. And I want to remind the leaders of California, this is the takeaway. If you're a California leader listening to this podcast, 
I want you to remember that we are all Americans and freedom is at our core. Yes, the virus is risky, but so are many other things. I do not believe your people will remain at home much longer. You are about to ignite a powder keg like you have not seen in the past. Give people guidance and trust most people to do the right thing. Leadership is about influence, not control. Stop trying to control free people and lead them. For most people, you will get more compliance with a PSA, a public service announcement, than a regulation. And trust in the good of humanity and stop being so cynical. Most people want to do the right thing, and they will. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We are crazy enough to share challenging topics. We are crazy enough to win. Until next time.